Welcome to episode 61 of the Barman and Bebo podcast. In an uh, uh, odd twist of events, I'm actually live at Castle de Bevo with Barman. Hey, Bevo, How's it going? It's Instead evening. of on the phone. <clears throat> How'd that happen? For the first time in, what, four or five months? It has been a while. Uh, so Barman's sitting here with me at the house. Um, we've got some big things planned for tonight. Not only are we doing episode 61, but we're launching... Um, Podcast Gold. Podcast Gold. <laughs> the Oak Island Recap Show. We're going to try and live broadcast. Uh, are we going to try and do it on Facebook Live? Have we figured out I the logistics so. behind that? We could try it. <laughs> um, so we're going to do that after this, but uh, for most of you out there, you'll see this episode uh, sometime either tonight or tomorrow morning whenever I get it edited and up and, and running. But this is a normal Barman and Bevo podcast episode. We'll talk 61. Talk, talk a little cycling. I can't believe there's 61 of these. <laughs> <laughs> Some Italian guy shaking his head. I can't believe those assholes made 61 episodes. <laughs> um, we'll do some cycling news. I know that there's, that there's a lot. We'll, we'll recap Atlanta United and, and uh, preview the series ahead against the Red Bulls. Um, we'll talk a little college football, a little NFL. Um We'll talk a little bit about. I didn't put any NHL news in there, but we've got interesting not, Hall of Fame selection. It's not NHL season yet. It's well into ten percent into the NHL season, Negative. maybe twenty percent. The playoffs. Playoffs. Are we talking about playoffs? That's the only time we talk hockey. <clears throat> Speaking of the Fighting Herms. <laughs> oh wait, that's you play to win the game. More of <laughs> playoffs. Uh, we'll get to the the Fighting Herms later. Wow. Um, can I start with Stan Lee? Sure. Stan Lee, 95, passed away yesterday. He seemed very uh, healthy and fit for a 90. Spry. Uh, all, all the the um, definition of spry. What was the History Channel um, uh, show that Stan Lee had done? or He kind of hosted. It was like a it comic on, book show, right? It, well, it was or, like real people that were almost as good I as superhuman. TNT, maybe? No, yeah, I think it was on after that Brad... Um, that okay, so I believe it was either it was pro- most likely history, poss- possibly Discovery Channel, but Brad Metzer's was first, and then Stanley was on after that. His show was on after that, and it was human beings that were almost superhero like in one facet. Or I remember there was like a an elastic man, mm-hmm. like some guy that could bend different like, ways, bend stuff. in different ways, and put his arms and and all that kind of stuff, but. I mean that was only a few years ago, and he was seemed very uh, rather fit for a ninety year old uh, person. I know there's been some odd news about him the last maybe six eight months of elder abuse, uh, LAPD having to check in on him. Right. People people feeling like he was money was getting taken from him, like from his agent and yeah, just and so that like kind of fired stuff. some managers and stuff like that. Um, but. The good, you know, I'll only talk really good. Stanley, you know, important person in pop culture, depending on how you feel about comic books and comic book movies. Certainly, we're seeing uh, probably the best versions of his stories come to life in other than a comic book. I mean, is Iron Man his? Yes. That's about the only one I really enjoy. Spider Man. I guess the, so, the first Spider-Man was pretty good. The Tobey Maguire ones? Yeah. Yeah, those were the first two. No, the first one, not the... <laughs> not there like were three. The, 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 I couldn't get through the, the other two when they came on Gable. Um, the, first, so, the first one, is is that with Will Defoe? He's in two, if not three of those. All three oh, of those. Like one, two, and... Yeah. yeah. Uh, I think he's actually just in the first two. Right. Um, you've got uh, the Hulk... You've got X-Men and Wolverine, um, Black Panther, uh, well, all the Avengers, Captain America, um, Thor, um, all, so all those characters. But, you know, to me, it's uh, seeing Iron Man become what Iron Man has become 
I think a lot of it has to do with, with Stanley. I think a lot of it has to do with Robert Downey Jr. And just that was, to me, a minor character that's now like kind of larger than life, maybe over the last 10 years or so. Right. Um, I, the original Iron Man was very good. The, co- I, the comic books? No. I never read Oh, the, the original movie. Iron Man movie. Mike, I've never written a comic book. I've never read... I, I, I've never purchased a comic book at any age. I'm not... I've, I've never I read a cup, it. I own like maybe three or four. <laughs> oh, really? But... I know I never. People, I wasn't. I wasn't buying them as a kid. I was. I didn't know there were even comic book stores until that episode of um, uh, of um, what's the um, comic book man? No, the Sheldon. Oh, Sheldon, Big Bang Theory. Yeah, Big Bang Theory came on. That guy was a was a comic book store. So, like, I can I can say like growing up like two two comic book I love two comic book characters Spider-Man the Spider-Man and Friends cartoon was on every Saturday morning when I was probably somewhere between 8 and 12 uh, and I got I made sure every Saturday morning I was up at 7:30 or 8 o'clock to watch that whenever it came on right um, and then Batman but he's not he's not Marvel that's a whole different but Spider-Man was my guy just Spider-Man was Do you remember the Spider-Man TV show from the 70s No Oh, there was a live-action Spider-Man show. Really? Yes. Now, I like Great American Hero. That was probably a couple years after that. There was also a Captain America show. They're horrific. <laughs> They're so bad. And so, like, they tried to... Is that, to... like, after my time of watching TV? Like, did I start, like, was I 15 years old? Like, 1980s? Or are we talking 70s? The, I want to say the Spider-Man and Captain America thing was, like, late 70s. I think I remember Captain America when... He had like a bad motorcycle. Yes, and then and the shield was the yes. was the front of the yes. motorcycle. Yes, yes. I, uh, I remember that one a little. bit. I think what what you know the success of the Batman TV show from the sixties. Right. They tried to reinvent that in the seventies with Kiss. Kiss was on it. No, no, the like the Kiss TV. Do you remember the Kiss TV show? Oh yeah. They tried to reinvent it with that, and then well, Spider-Man. that was on like Saturday morning. I didn't yeah. understand. But they didn't really like do rock tunes. It was really weird. It was not. It was. It was they're trying to make Kiss was, into the monkeys, kind of. Kind. Of. Well, and then I remember there used to be a Journey video game in the arcade parlor. Really? Yeah, and uh, and I remember the drum set used to float in the middle, and it was it, and you did like some weird stuff on the. Um, it was about the same time as Track and Field had come out in the ar- <laughs> in the arcade, and you're you're just learning to do your fingers and mm-hmm. some so there's. There's so many different ways to try to go fast at track and field, and and if you grew up in that in that era, you know there's the two the two finger point, there's the roll your fingers, there's the it's uh, pretty amazing. But I remember there being a journey video game. It was a it was a, at the same time as track and field. Um, uh, cycling news. Oh, Stanley will be missed. He has a cameo in the next Avengers movie. He's been in all the uh, Marvel movies thus far. He's had a cameo in every one of them. They have filmed his next part. Are they going to uh, CGI the other ones? I, I just, I think that's going to be it. I don't, you know, it's usually like a, a one-line part for him. Right. You know, just, hey, there's Stan Lee, you know, doing something. <laughs> but like once he was a strip club DJ, once he was like really? Hugh Hefner on the red carpet, <laughs> one of the Iron Man movies, he's, he's always done like, like funny kind of, Hokey cameos, and it's always been like, "Oh, where's Stan Lee going to pop up?" So uh, he will be missed. And uh, you know, honestly, the guy lived a full, full life. He was a World War II veteran. Wow. Yeah, ninety-five. So wow. Uh, cycling news. Um, you want to talk about Team Aqua Blue real quick? Well, some interesting news. Team Aqua Blue folded. Uh, they announced it in the end of Septemberish, or right before the tour of Britain. Um, they do have a 400,000 euro guarantee with the UCI, and that is what people think is enough money to pay the team. However, one of the riders went out on social media slash to the media and expressed his displeasure about not being paid his back wages. And so now the team is actually seeking legal action against that rider and pretty much blaming the UCI and the uh, and the other his other teammates for not having their paperwork in i guess it's one of those situations where they can't release the funds unless all the paperwork is in order kind of euro style as far as 
paperwork or like if you remember the old banking where if anything was wrong on any form that it was torn up and then you had to start all over again and then and then in order to get your money right so that's an interesting one and then the um the ceo of aqua blue actually sent out a pretty spicy email response to this rider that was upset and kind of finished it with a, a drop the mic moment nice <laughs> um <clears throat> You got a couple events coming up in the next few weeks. Oh yes, uh, I know you've got one in here. Um, I wanted to uh, bring up the other one right. as well, though. Uh, so this weekend, Saturday and Sunday, or Sunday? Well, uh, it's two different races. Um, Which one is Nick Luther going to be at? Saturday for sure. Okay, so I have to come down Saturday. If you if you want to see Nick, yes. Okay. Can you bring your blow up thing? If you want it, yeah, I'll, I'll grab it tomorrow for you. Okay, thank you. You got power? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Oh, you got your generator. Yeah. We okay. have a couple of generators available. Yeah, I'll come. And there's actually power out there in one of the pavilions. Oh, cool. Uh, so if we wanted to run So where, where am I going? I'm going out to... Uh, Nash Farms Battlefield. Okay. Uh, it's a Civil War... It's an old Civil War site. I believe it's one of the Sherman versus Johnston actual um, uh, battlefields. Uh, it's... Uh, I'll dress up as the Union. You dress up as the Confederacy. I think we're both stuck being union. Assless chaps wrestling? Uh, I don't think... Uh, <laughs> I don't think any of those folks uh, down near McDonough or Hampton are going to let us fight for the Confederacy. I'll wear my union thong and wear your Confederacy thong. <laughs> um, all right, so you got... So it's down, it's down there between McDonough and Hampton. Uh, the street address is actually 100 Babs Mill Road. Okay. Um, it'll be a good time. Is that... Saturday, you said that Saturday and Sunday. Uh, well, that's the Saturday Races Collegiate. And that has more to do with Nick Luther as a conference director. And that Sunday is our Georgia Cross race at the same course, uh, using a lot of the same stuff. And that'll be going on from 8.30 to 4 um, on Sunday. How's the weather looking? The weather for the weekend is good. I'm supposed to go and mow and try to clear anything anytime <laughs> before Thursday or Friday. Yes. And so... <laughs> Um, actually, I was out there Wednesday, and I was raking and blowing and getting a lot of the grass debris off the course when it started raining. While I was as far away from my car as I, I possibly could be, and um, so uh, uh, I've got a couple of weed eaters, and I can drive some steaks. I'll be working on that on Wednesday, and then really we're going to be uh, really just out there Friday setting up, and then uh, racing Saturday and Sunday. Okay, I think I can. Uh, so what time is Saturday? Uh, Saturday's racing starts at eight thirty. Okay. Uh, but if you're there at eleven or noon, and then kind of hang out, and uh, I'll be there you. early rather than later. Cool. Notre Dame's on at two thirty. Okay. I think three two thirty or three thirty. So. Well, cool. Yeah, but I'll I can. Well, it'd be good for you and Nick to hang out a little. We bit. said yes. Somebody about handing him a beer. I'll make sure I bring a beer for him. Well, the uh, <laughs> Twain's is a is the sponsor Sunday, and uh, usually we get a couple of cakes from them. They haven't confirmed yet. Uh, Terrapin is a series sponsor, uh, and I hear there's a rumor there'll be plenty of Terrapin beer also. Should see if they're going to bring out their big uh, tent. The Terrapin? How big is their tent? 60 by 45. We sold it to them. Oh, I don't think I'm going to be setting that thing up. It takes five minutes. Oh. One it's, like the one, it's like the one I... Like, oh, the you X, it, But a double. What did you call that one? The X, the X, the X um, that yeah. one worked out really well. Um, the Ash Farms is, is, is nice. There are a couple of those... Odd pavilions, mm -hmm. um, so there is some dry space, uh, some area to stay dry, and there is some power out there, um, and those kind of things. So, <clears throat> Bevo will be out there hanging out. Uh, maybe I'll put him on the grill for a few minutes, and I was going to bring uh, brats, hot dogs, and burgers. I can handle that. <laughs> <laughs> How do you like your meat, red or black? Um, and then, and then coming up December 9th, I, I know Todd, I think Todd sent me an invite maybe last week. We've mm -hmm. got the, the underwear ride. Yep. Is it the ninth annual, eighth annual? I think it's the ninth. And this year dedicating it to Tanya. Yep. Um, you know, I got to meet Tanya last year at the ride and I'd heard about her for a long time. Yeah. And that's where she called me butthead. <laughs> Which is, or, uh, or Beavis is meeting Beavis and Butthead. Yeah. Um, you know, it's sad that we lost her a few months back. And I'm glad, I was really happy to see that you guys kind of dedicated the event to her. Um, 
I know she helped out a lot with that. Oh yeah, um, that was uh, definitely uh, she drove um, drove that, and they're calling it the Tiny Castleberry Memorial Underwear Ride, uh, December 9th at nine thirty a.m. where we started Dutch Monkey. Um, you know, usually the weather's a little bit iffy that time of year, and I don't. Mike and I didn't even ride; we just actually just hung out donuts. and had coffee and uh, had donuts. So, just a way to support. Um, you know, bring. Um, uh, the idea of the ride isn't necessarily to wear your underwear; it's actually to. Oh damn! <laughs> it's actually to bring underwear and socks um, for the uh, the larger Forsyth community. Um, I forget actually what uh, foundation that is, but it does have to do with the school district uh, here in Forsyth. And um, uh, I was lucky enough, um, uh, Todd was out of town, so I attended one of the um, meetings, uh, one of the um, uh, actual awards that they received for doing this um, at a luncheon at the uh, well, it's a technical college over on Ronald Reagan. And um, there were a lot of grateful people there that were thanking me for you know, I don't do. I didn't do much, or, 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 or. Um, I think you were taking donations at Dutch Monkey. Yeah, well, I, I remember. They giving, pretty much take donations bucks. any any time yeah. any time of the year. Um, but the easiest way to do it was to tie it into into one day. So right now we've got a thirty nine confirmed on social media and one hundred and two interested. So um, if you don't want to ride, that's fine. You can just uh, drink. Come have some and awesome donuts. Um, I'm pretty sure uh, David Castleberry, um, Tanya's husband, um, and uh, her sons uh, Alex and Connor, who uh, who do some work for me uh, at the at the Velodrome uh, yep. when they're available, and uh, they'll be there, and it's a chance to kind of shake hands and catch up and and do what communities do. Yeah, I mean, uh, I'll be there regardless. If the weather's looking anything reasonable, like we had for the ride it, a couple uh, weeks back, I'll, okay. I'll definitely do it. Cool. Um, you know, it's, you can never tell in Georgia in December what it's going to look like. That one, that one is that one was really, really cold. It's last been year. really cold a couple of times where where I have to break out the full the right. full cold stuff. Um, December 9th. December ninth, so nine thirty a.m. It would be good to see some of our friends that. You know, we saw it in Union City at the Grand Fondo. True. Uh, a a Scott Patton, if he's around, you know, would love to catch up with him. Yep. Um, you know, so it, it's it's a good cause, and it's um, you know, it's a, it's a good memorial ride for for Tanya. So yeah. Um, anything else in the world of cycling we need to talk about? I haven't heard anything wacky. This week, no. There's been a couple of master positives in from the Miami area from the race create clean program that are kind of odd. Um, I think everybody had a good idea that they were probably going to get tested down there. Uh, they've done it before, so some more um, some more masters riding get masters riders getting popped. Um, Atlanta United. Did you? I know we were texting during the game. You were driving the U-Haul down to the to the, the. No, I had an Enter- Enterprise Rental F two fifty with the seven thousand pound CX trailer, <laughs> <laughs> driving down eighty five South, dropping it off at. Did you get a chance to watch any of the game? Uh, I did see. I must have caught some replay uh, later in the uh, later in the evening. Um, so it uh, it uh, what I saw was excellent. Yes. Uh, the game started off on um, probably one of the funnier, happier moments um, in, in kind of a, an homage to <laughs> our coach, uh, Tata Martino. Um, I'm watching the, the national anthem, and I, I, they start unrolling the banner. So they normally unroll a big banner that the crowd puts, like a big flag or something, in the, in the fan section. And they start unrolling this banner, and it looks like a dude standing there. I'm like, what the hell did they do this time? And and sure enough, it's a picture of him standing like Superman. Coach, coach style. And 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 I go, and there's there's I, I was just I saw I saw it briefly and Jessica was feeding the baby. I'm like, you gotta see this. <laughs> she sees it and she goes, because it's in it says in Spanish right. on the bottom, it says uh <laughs> Not all heroes wear capes. That's all I... She translated that. I sent it to her again today. She goes, oh, it actually says, not all heroes 
Not all heroes wear capes, but ours does. Wow. And it's him standing like Superman. With his uh, folded over and it arms. Looks, it was amazing. I was I called you. I was crying. I was laughing so hard. <laughs> yeah. And then well, I, you, sent, you texted me the picture. Yes. And that's where I kind of had to explain, hey, I can't really look at my phone right now. I'm... With <laughs> and I said Atlanta United taking it to another level again. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then I sent you the the videos today on Twitter of him smiling when he saw like <laughs> like grinning ear to ear, like so happy yes. to see that. And it's it's really going to be funny if he does end up going to Mexico, which it looks like he's going to. Um, you know, Mexico plays here quite a bit. He's going to come back to town and just get standing ovations from both the American fans and the Mexican fans. Right. Well, the Mexicans might be a little bit more critical of them, but the Atlanta United supporters, you know, you couldn't ask for more from a coach and an organization in their first two years of existence. They've done a good job. They've gotten to the playoffs both years. Unfortunately, lost in the the qualifying round. Does Arthur Blake refrain from going to the field when the game is on? I think he knows. I'm hoping he's just traveling with the Falcons right now. (laughs) (laughs) I doubt he went to Cleveland. <laughs> <laughs> Probably not. Um, but, you know, I don't know where Atlanta is. The game's not for another two weeks, but I don't know where where, where the Falcons are the next, in two weeks, so. Um, oh, that's Thanksgiving. Yeah. It's, uh, New Orleans, they play New Orleans on Thanksgiving night. They're the 830 game. Oh, wow. That's going to be yeah, awesome. And, it and, could be really and, good. Oh, it'll be really good. All right, so, uh, Sunday night, second game of the series with the New York City Football Club. Um, Atlanta going into the game up one nothing aggregate. They scored a goal on the road in New York. Um, on the twenty fifth aggregate. Does that mean the away goal counts as two? It doesn't. I was wrong. <laughs> um, Are you sure? Ryan Crabby pointed it out to me several times. Are you times. sure? Um, several times. Several times. <laughs> I think it counts more, but it didn't matter in this situation. Mm-hmm. Um. We get Atlanta was kind of dominating this game early. They're getting more of the chances, and you know they're putting the pressure on like they normally do. We saw a standard Atlanta United game where pressure, pressure, pressure leads to free kick, penalty shot, odd man rush, breakaways, and New York's goalie kept them in it for a while. Uh, about the twenty-fifth minute, we get a. Um, uh, what's his name? Franco Escobar gets the ball into not Pablo. Not Pablo Franco. <laughs> he's not Colombian either. He's Argentinian. Oh really? <laughs> uh, Franco Escobar gets the ball down on the goal line, just inside the eighteen-yard box. Tries to cut it back, gets tripped, and we get a penalty kick. I heard it on. Every Send game. the Venezuelan viper to the line. <laughs> And boom goes the dynamite. Eight for nine? <laughs> nine for ten now? Something insane. Yeah, he's nine for nine for ten on goal kicks. Uh, um, you go, little man. He does a standard jump step. <laughs> <laughs> Fires it into the bottom right corner. Atlanta United up one nothing. Um, next, five minutes later, four or five minutes later, we get a, a free kick outside the 18-yard box. What's funny about this is coming out of the half... Uh, the ESPN announcers were saying, hey, I can't remember if it was on ESPN or five. I think it was on ESPN. Right. Atlanta United should have had the ball back about seven or eight more yards, but Almarone snuck it up. That's what the radio guys <laughs> were saying. Like the, I guess the, uh, I York, guess the, the official's Bulls, name is Geiger. Yeah. He's like the only American uh, referee that gets to do the World Cup. And oh, wow. I guess he's not very good, is what I get from. from I thought radio. he did a decent job of the, the game. Well, I think there should have been some red cards thrown, or well, first of all, those radio announcers are awful. It's all they've I never watched soccer in their lives. It's all I had. I know, I've, but I've listened to them, <laughs> and you come out of the game going, "What the hell happened?" It sounded like it was just a horribly officiated game, and and then you watch the highlights. I mean, what the hell was this guy watching? It's so biased. It's 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 hard. It's hard to believe that you're watching the same thing. Really? Yeah. Um. So, Almiron gets a, a free kick, top of the 18 yard box, maybe about five, ten yards behind it, and puts that top left. Uh, Atlanta United goes up two nothing. Um, shortly before the half, 
Um, New York City has a, a free kick from or set piece from just outside the 18-yard box. The defense, Escobar was out of position on this one. Uh, the player, the New York Red Bull or the New York uh, Football Club player gets behind him. Right. You got to stay goal side. That's just basics. Stay goal side of the guy. Right. Um, sneaks in behind, heads one. Guzan gets a piece of it, but too much, too much uh, speed on it. It goes in. We go into the half uh, and land up two to one. Um, still in control of the game. Yeah, still in control of the game. Couple odd man breaks in the second half. One turns into Joseph just kind of teetering on that borderline onside offside. Right. Uh, gets steps onside, gets a pass, basically has a breakaway, puts it away. Three one. Atlanta United wins the game, moves on um, to face the New York Red Bulls, who had defeated or ended up defeating. <clears throat> Excuse me, Columbus three nothing later that night. Wow. Um, now, what's odd is we have a two week break. That is odd. So I found the, it when I heard that the next game was going to be November twenty fifth. I assumed it was going to be the final, like the Columbus Crew had won, and they right. were going to start on Thursday and then finish on a Sunday. So I started looking. Is at there the, international games? So I was just going to get that. It looks like there's several U.S. plays this week twice. Mexico plays this week. All, all the international teams play this week. Except for uh, us. U.S. plays. Oh. Us as in U.S. or us as in Mexico? Uh, <laughs> nice try. <laughs> um, in fact, I heard that Nagby got hurt during the game, and he's not going to play for the U.S. this week. Oh, really? Yeah. Um, overall uh, opinion of the game, obviously great win, 3-1. to one. Um, Guzan made a couple key saves. Um in both the first and second half to keep that game in hand. Right. Um, overall, he played not his best game, but not his worst game. Right. Um, you know, he made the saves he needed to make, so no complaints here. Uh, Nagby gets hurt. Um, Al Marone looked fantastic. Uh, and now there's rumors that there are two clubs going after him in England. Oh, really? Uh, so it's Arsenal and I want to say Tottenham, but I could be wrong about that. Wow. Um, but it looks like he's definitely leaving to go over there for one of those clubs. So I don't know if what happens. After we win a cup. I don't, yeah, hopefully. Uh, I don't know what happens in that situation, if it's a, a bidding war or what. Right. Um, but should be interesting to see how that, res- that gets resolved. It is good. Um. It's always good for people to get upgrades. Yeah. I mean, hey man, kid's young. Kid's fat. One of the fat. He's, if he's not the fastest player in that loss, he's one of them. Right. Uh, he's got great skill. He's good. Good passer. Good finisher. You know. Hopefully, he does well over there. Right. You know. Um, U.S. Women's National Team. I'll just put this out there. They won one nothing over Portugal last week. Um, I think they're they're prepping for the Women's World Cup, which I believe is this summer. Oh, is it? I think so. Um, this week, U.S. Men's National Team is up against England and Italy. Right, my Italian team. Hopefully, they're they're back on the way, way back to the World <coughs> Cup. Oh, really? Um, I looked at the, the the obviously was doing my research for bet with Bevo for the week. Oh, did you uh, come up with something? I came up with something, but it's not soccer. Oh, really? I, I checked with my source. <laughs> he believes it's a solid pick. All right, we'll get to that later. But England England is a one and a half point favorite against the U.S. What do you think of that? In a friendly? In a friendly? I can't bet on a friendly. Okay, Krabby. There's nothing. There, there's nothing on the line. I won on the. Do we even have a coach as a country? Do we even have a coach? We do not. Still have okay. a coach. Well, is well, Michael Bradley playing? That I don't know. If Michael Bradley's playing, I absolutely could not bet that game. Sure, you could. You just bet on England. No, because then he'll do something screwy. No, he won't. Yes, he will. Bevo won he on the U.S. Like friendly. He wants to be there. Bevo won on the U.S. friendly. The last friendly that Bradley played in. <laughs> Pure luck. Uh, Mexico has a tough one. They're, they've got Argentina. Ooh. Yeah. Uh, and they're a two-point dog. <laughs> really? Yes. They, uh, someone must be hurt or not playing. Uh, I don't know if they got some of the players back from Europe. Could be. Right. I, I wonder if uh, I wonder if uh, Pulisic's going to play for the U.S. I doubt it. Borussia's playing really well right now. 
Poland still playing in his uh, league? In Germany, yeah. Yeah. With Borussia. Um, I did see that uh, uh, Klinsmann got the call up for the United States. What? Klinsmann's son. The key oh, did he? Mm-hmm. For the under-20s? Or for the friendly? No, I think he's 21. Oh, really? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. But if it's a it's a friendly, it doesn't matter whether he plays or not. It's Is only if he... Is he born here? Well, his, uh, Klinsman has dual citizenship, so he Wait. gets to he gets to pick. But he knew he was never playing in Germany. <laughs> <laughs> um, college football. All the top teams won this week. They did. No one in the top five lost. There was there was who Tennessee beat. Tennessee beat Kentucky. Right. The number 11 ranked Kentucky Wildcats who can't score. Wow. <laughs> Tennessee's upset two teams in the top 25 this year. And they're on their way up. They're 5-5, five and five and they may not be bowl eligible, believe it or not. Oh, really? They've got Missouri and Vanderbilt left. Hmm. Never know. Yeah, never know. Um, I think Georgia Tech became bowl eligible on Saturday. Yeah, they, they put it together the last... Paul Johnson was doing his jobs. Paul, well, he knew he did his jobs that way. If he can beat Georgia, Oof, if he can beat Georgia, he'll be all right. It's a tough, that's a tough ask. I know. Uh, so you had Bama. Bama won big again. Uh, Notre Dame won big again. Clemson won big again. UGA won big. Michigan won big. Ohio State. They just look awful. Well, their coach has a brain and aneurysm about to pop. He has health concerns. He can't possibly focus on his team. Michigan State looks terrible. The whole Big Big Ten looks terrible, except for Michigan. They do. Everybody, I mean, Penn State is one of, looks like one of the worst coach teams I've ever seen, <laughs> and they somehow find a way to sneak it out. <clears throat> That's what they've always done. Um, That's usually what Notre Dame does. Mm, Notre Dame's usually either really good or mediocre. <laughs> are they still playing Charlie? Paying Charlie Weiss? Uh, they are finally finished paying Charlie Weiss oh. and Ty Willingham. <laughs> I don't think they have any co- ex coaches on the uh, payroll anymore. Are you sure? I'm almost positive he did not take a Barry, uh, Bobby Bonilla deal. Are you sure they do the Bobby Kansas is still paying him? How's that Louisville coach doing? Petrino fired. Did you? The, I was so amazed at how similar the end of Louisville days were for his end of the Falcons game. I remember Matt Schaub. I think Matt Schaub was actually the quarterback. Michael Vick wasn't in the game for some reason. And Bobby Petrino called a play they had never practiced or they had never practiced or had installed. It just happened to be in Petrino's offense and he called it. And I think Matt Schaub said, what play is this? We've never done this before. It was like in the fourth quarter even. Wow. It was like on a third and one or something. Well, didn't he just like turn in his letter and disappear? He slipped it under Rich McKay's door, sealing Rich McKay's fate as the general as the general manager of the Falcons. And then he went to Arkansas and got in trouble there. Yes. And then back at Louisville. Well, when the, when the intern's on the back of your motorcycle. Yep. And, you, and I loved how the AD made him do that interview, even though he looked like he had, it looked like he had just climbed off the side of the road. <laughs> <laughs> and got driven to the interview. Did you catch any of the Oklahoma-Oklahoma State game? I did not. 48-47 final game of the year. <laughs> Drew, That's how Oklahoma State plays it. So here, here's the best part. The over was at 80, and Drew and I had money on that one. Oh, really? Yeah, so we're watching it. He's like, there's like 28 points with five minutes left in the first quarter. Wow. He goes, we might get this by halftime. <laughs> I go, there's a definite possibility. And then the third quarter, there's like three points. Wow. Or seven points. We got it like five minutes into the fourth, and they end up scoring 95 points. Wow. The over was 80. It was awesome. And I almost put this in Bet with Bevo for the week. Almost. Oh, no. I might have put it in Bet with Bevo. The Fighting Herms, bowl eligible at six and four. Nice. Good for Herm. That was, uh, that was and some big wins. He beat yep. Utah. Yeah. Um, sorry, Krabby. Uh, so, yeah, sorry about that, Krabby. <laughs> <laughs> I forgot. I forgot. He beat. Maybe, I saw Utah. Maybe might only root for the women. They've got the, the women's team at, at Utah. They've got the Ducks this week. They could beat them. Utah just beat the Ducks this past weekend. So. Oh really? Um. Yeah. So we'll we'll have we could have a um, we could have the Fighting Herms 
in the, awesome in the Bet with Devo. Oh, can we go? Yeah. Just hold, I'll hold up. I'll hold up a sign that says "You play." <laughs> you hold up a sign that says "To win the game." To win the game. <clears throat> the fighting terms. Um, NFL. Oh, odd, dude. odd Sunday. Did did Homeboy report today at four o'clock? I don't believe he did. I haven't seen any information on that. It's really odd. Hey Siri. Is there any news on Le'Veon Bell? Here's some news about Le'Veon Bell. Doesn't look like he. Uh, it doesn't look like he reported. <laughs> November 11th. Steelers have no idea doesn't what Le'Veon show. Bell will do. Won't play this year. Wow. Fourteen. Left fourteen and a half million dollars on the table. I don't think any team's going to sign him for more than that. There's somebody dumb enough to. I don't think so. No, but he's not a free agent now. He will be a free agent at the end of the year. Yeah, ESPN, ESPN, and the other people were reporting it wrong. They oh. can, they Pittsburgh can put the transfer tag on him and match anyone else's offer to keep him. Oh, okay. Or no, so it's like restricted free agency. The, they could franchise him, but it would come in at about twenty point five million per per year. This guy, with the suspensions and now this. Did he get suspended? Three times? For, um, oh, not performance? Smoking the doobie. Oh, really? <laughs> he's failed three or four drug tests. Wow. I, I know he's missed the four games and possibly even hit the eight games. Suspension? Yeah. I wouldn't hire him. I don't know where, where who's... Who's advising him? But to sit out, it's going to take three seasons. Well, I guess of, it's going to take three seasons at almost twenty million. I don't know who he thinks that that he is going to pay him that much. Maybe he's going to go to the AAF. <laughs> is Spurrier recruiting him? <laughs> Somebody is. Maybe he's going to Canada. Legalized drugs. That's what it is. <laughs> Marijuana's legal up there now. That's, that's where he's going. He'll <laughs> tear it up. The CFL. I think they play everything in leaders up there. Wow. Um, what Odd Sunday. Yes. Heavy favorites losing. <laughs> yes. Jets losing to the Bills. Falcons losing to the Browns. Titans beating the uh, the Patriots. That was a that that Uh-oh. was a that was a whooping. Is that too. that's Malkin? Is he playing dirty again? <laughs> Is he getting suspended? No. Oh, no, that's Kessel. That's not Malkin. Wow. You don't see Kessel getting fights or hit anybody. <laughs> um, what happened with the Falcons? Did you catch any of it or no? Um, I saw, I saw some, of the, some of the plays later. Um, you know, the, they just don't match up very well against the Browns. You know, Baker Mayfield threw that, like, 60-yard pass into the, into, the, into the end zone on... On a rope, um, looks like they exposed a little bit more of the cornerbacks with more one-on-one coverage. I think the wide receivers for the Browns are better than the Redskins, and th- so a lot of that didn't. They stretched the defense out a lot more. Um, and Chubb just had a good day running the ball and huge day, huge ninety-one, ninety-two yard run. So what? Do you Longest think? in Browns history, more than any Jim Brown run. Wow. So, but, you know, we were calling it early. You know, the Browns could go 9-7 in the playoffs. You said this in the preseason. Yes. The Falcons yeah. would come up against the Browns <laughs> and just not show up like they did last year against the Bills. Yeah. You, 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 you scoped this one out in August. Both of them will probably end up 9-7. and seven. The Browns actually having a chance to make the playoffs. The, you know, the Carolina did lose, uh, but the Falcons are under five hundred again, and so it makes it, it, makes it really tough. Um, I think their offense is much better, much improved over last year. Um, it just isn't enough to overcome what the defense is doing. Well, the, the you know the the biggest issue when when the Falcons have had tougher seasons is getting keeping the offense on the field longer. Yes, or 
they've got such quick strike ability that it actually hurts the defense yes. a little bit. Especially, well, actually, you know, Paul Johnson gets the same, even though he doesn't throw the ball. Is they get is, long runs? They get. The, the, I remember that. What was that Florida State uh, Georgia Tech game where nobody punted because they just knew that they had to keep the you had to keep the ball. It ended up being like 45, 48. Um, That's um, what happened at Oklahoma. Oklahoma State. I think there were three punts. You know, once once the defense isn't able to get stops any longer, it's how well the offense controls the ball and how slowly you can do it so that the defense gets a chance to rest mm-hmm. and hopefully that coordinator can get a game plan together adjustments and, all and that get stuff. enough adjustments to, to, to at least get one stop. Um, who the Falcons got this week? Are they off? No, they... Um, um, Dallas. Oh, they could win that game. Dallas at home at 1 o'clock. At home. I think, you know, for this team right now, with the timing that's required and the way that they're playing, playing outdoors in Pittsburgh earlier in the season and now in Cleveland in a little bit of adverse weather, it just doesn't, it just doesn't go well. And honestly, they don't, they don't, it's not that they can't run the ball well enough, it's that they choose not to run the ball very often. Um... So I watched the Packers. I've lost almost all interest in the Packers. Wow. Is Mike McCarthy getting fired at the end of the season? It's my only saving grace at this point. Is he going to be the Cleveland Browns head coach? No, I think Greg Williams has locked that up. No. No way he's the head coach there. He wins two or three more games, it's done. Nope. Mike McCarthy ends up in Cleveland. (laughs) No way. You saw uh, Jackson got hired today, right? Hugh? Yeah. Where? Cincinnati. <laughs> oh, really? Replacing the a special defensive... assistant to the head coach. Oh, they fired their defensive coordinator earlier in the week. Isn't he an offensive guy though? Usually. No, isn't Hugh Jackson an offensive? Yeah. Uh, no, he got hired. They hired him as the special assistant to and the head is coach. Is Mark Lewis going to be still at Cleveland by the end of the season? They were rolling along just okay. Now AJ Green's hurt, and I don't. I don't think they won on su- Sunday. No, I think they did. No, they, they they was it uh, they lost to the Saints. Is that who the Saints were playing? I don't know. I don't remember now. It wasn't. I, I've lost almost all interest in the NFL at this point. Wow. How's Just, your fantasy team? Uh, one is ten and zero. The other is three and seven. In the money league, he's three and seven. I've lost five straight. Wow. <laughs> but I've lost. It's all been AJ Green's hurt. Cooper Cup's gone. I've lost almost every starter I've got. So it's just like I'm down to Ezekiel Elliott and Kirk Cousins and Jimmy Graham, who's having a crappy, crappy season in Green Bay. Right. So um, I, I can't. Think, I, I can't wait Green Bay. The problem is Jimmy Graham. No, it's Mike McCarthy. I, I at this point, I just I can't wait. We're wasting Aaron Rodgers at this point. You might as well just trade him too, because you're wasting his ability. Well, that's why Mike McCarthy gets fired, and he's the next Cleveland Brown coach. So you can waste Baker Mayfield's ability? Well, he's an upgrade over anything the Browns have had. <laughs> you might have a good point there. <laughs> you might have a very good point Is Tom there. Capers available for the defense? Of course. <laughs> Just go peel him off the, the, those, the golf course. Those two can film in Louisa in Cleveland. Who dyes your hair, Dom? <laughs> um... Have you seen the stories coming out of Oakland? About? Everything. About the veteran players want to be traded. About uh, Mike Davis was taking the, um, the uh, was trying to take the blame. For... I, I saw one player said, I, just get me the F out of here. Yes. There, somebody released the story yesterday, that Jordy, or Sunday, that Jordy Nelson was retiring. But it was all speculative. Jordy Nelson never said he was retiring. What is he, going on in there? It's... <laughs> it's crazy. It's absolutely. I've well, never. Derek Carr's numbers are atrocious compared to the previous three years. The, the other story I saw was Derek Carr in his press conference. Usually, like answering questions, it was very bland and giving like short answers and just looked like life has been sucked out of him. Yep. And he's trying to say, "I'm a good player. I've had good numbers. It's something else." And he could. He wasn't allowed to say what it was. It's almost, you know... What's going to happen at the end of the season, then? Are they all going to let go? Are they all going to... If, if I was a team looking for a quarterback, and I don't know who at this point is looking for a quarterback, maybe Buffalo, maybe the Jets, 
No, they drafted Sam, Josh yeah, Allen and, and Sam Darnold. They're not going to – the guys. those guys – Maybe the Patriots go and get a guy like Derek Carr. He kind of fits in, in – I think he fits well into that Tom Brady mold. Maybe the Dolphins. I don't know. Maybe the Packers. <laughs> <laughs> if they trade – they're not moving away. Aaron Rodgers no. is... He just is, signed a long-term deal. And so. he only has one Super Bowl. Yeah, but it's one more than Dan Marino. True. It's one more than Jim Kelly. True. It's one more than Bernie Kosar. So because because Eli Manning has and Peyton Manning have two... Have two they're better quarterbacks. Games, they're better quarterbacks than Aaron Rodgers? You know, uh, Man- Manning did win one in his last year or second to last year. Peyton Manning? Yeah. His last year. Remember, yeah. he couldn't throw the ball more than 20 yards yeah. in that Super Bowl. Yeah. It was awful. It was one of the worst Super Bowls I've ever watched. Yes. It was awful. Because I think we watched it at my house. My <laughs> old house. Yes. <laughs> it was awful. Because <laughs> I was sitting there like, it wasn't a Seahawks-Denver maybe? Yes. It was terrible. It was awful. Um, anything else in the NFL? There's been some wacky stuff going on there. The, the LeVar Bell thing is just... Le- uh, Le'Veon Bell, you mean? Whatever. You're getting your balls and your bells mixed up. <laughs> usually, you don't mix up your, usually you don't mix up your balls very often. <laughs> is it the balls are ringing? Oh, the bells are this, ringing. Did you see the story about the San Francisco cheerleader taking a knee? Two weeks in a row? What? Cheerleader for San Francisco taking a knee on the national anthem. She's not white. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I guess, how long is Eric Reed out now? I don't know. Did he blow out a knee? Yeah, there, were a lot of, there were a lot of ACL blowouts this week. With Des Bryant? Well, trying, that was Achilles. Trying, trying to come back to <laughs> He made it to my fantasy team for all of three days. <laughs> <laughs> you could have saw you that one coming. Well, oh, yeah, yeah, of course. I, I, I had a spot for him. Wow. Why not? Well, he's on the Saints. He'd be at least... 80 yards and possibly a touchdown. touchdown. Yeah. Yeah. That's that's a no-brainer. I can't believe nobody else picked him up. Oh, I did put in the um you read this my final my go if you go to the bottom. Yes, I saw it. Okay. Oh yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh the Rams and Chiefs were were yeah, is that who's playing? supposed Ram, to play in Mexico City? Yep. Someday. Shakira ruined the field. <laughs> <laughs> I think the caravan walked across. Oh. <laughs> Notice that's left the news since the elections are over. Um God, last week in the White House was insane. Insane. I've never seen anything like it. You haven't? Well, it's it, it like, you just when you think, you can't top it. It just oh, gets better and better. We go through another level. It gets better and better every week. I just can't believe it. I love how they were accusing that CNN guy of uh, accosting that young lady. That Not only that, they posted a doctored video. They borrowed a doctored video. No, Sarah, Sarah Huckabee Sanders posted a doctored video from InfoWars on her Twitter account. That's awesome. It's like the it's same like guy the, who thinks the like frogs the Bruce, are gay. It's like the Bruce. It's like the Bruce Lee video of him doing the nunchucks with the ping pong. <laughs> uh, so, did they decide where they're moving that game to? They said they're moving. Coliseum in L.A. Yeah. So it was supposed to be a Rams home game. Yeah. Well, because they're in the Coliseum anyways until right. their stadium's done, they were always an easy choice. Um, did you see did you read this link I posted? The which one? The the about the the horse? No, I didn't see that one yet. Oh, I heard the story today. I thought it was great. I just thought I read it. The guy who wrote one of the guys who wrote Airplane in in the eighties decided he was gonna do a prank and he bought a horse. Um, yeah. called All Pink. And he told, he bought in and buying three horses. Crabby kids, put earmuffs on. <laughs> he bought a horse called All Pink and he thought it would be the funniest thing if he could go to the horse, tell the jockey, you just ride the inside rail. Because I want to hear the announcer say All Pink on the inside <laughs> during the race. He had to buy three horses. It cost him 60 grand to get this joke to get to go through. Because they had to pin the right horse into the inside. No, he had to get the first announcer wouldn't say it. Oh. <laughs> the second horse jumped over the rail. It was running around on the infield. 
what? <laughs> when you get a second, you got to read the story. Somebody, right. somebody at work was telling me about it today, and I'm like, I got to talk about this on the podcast. It's the funniest thing ever. It cost him $60,000. For one joke. For one joke. Absolutely hilarious. Um, ask Barman and Bevo anything. We got one or two questions. We got a couple. Actually, Nick asked a couple again. Yeah. Um, with who was the other person? Uh, I didn't see the other one. I only saw Nick's. We got a comment about <laughs> the uh, Oak Island show. Oh, well, we can do that during Oak Island. Oh, well, no, we're Emily Burroughs. That's who it was. Oh. Um, sorry for the clicks, everybody. I'm just trying to get to the questions. Sorry, Amy. Uh, Nick Luther, considering it is chili season, will there be a Barman and Bevo <laughs> cook-off? Usually my food is better than Mike's. I, I don't do anything. I, I make chili, but I just make like store brand. You know, I throw, so in, know, I throw in some extras. Know, I do enjoy coming over to Mike's house. I always have a good time. It's always good food. Um, There's certain you, things usually, you make better than me. Yes. There's other things you That's make. what I was trying to do. Well, that's a... But usually, in in general, we know what each other's does well. Yes. So, um, like, what did I bring over for St. Patty's Day? Um, I brought that over stew some stew. Was unbelievable. <laughs> that stew was unbelievable. Because Mike had more family members. Because Violet had just gotten uh, had uh, was born. Yeah, she was a month so and a half. Old. I offered to bring over the crock pot of Irish stew. And uh, so, you, you, usually, we know each other's strengths and, and what each other's does. Um, I, I, you know, if we're going for like five alarm chili, I think I could take you out, but just on heat. Yeah. Does chili have beans in it? I can do it either way. I typically use black beans in my chili. Oh, really? Mm -hmm. Interesting. Well, it depends what kind of chili we're talking about. Well, that's, and that kind of leads into the next question. What was the second part? Uh, what are proper contents of a chili dog? <laughs> are there onions? Do you add mustard? Um, well, usually, usually for me, a chili dog is a chili slaw dog at the varsity. And that, that's like my kind of chili. I like that yeah, kind that's of chili. More, that's more like the chili at uh, Waffle House and such where the ladle actually just has whatever weird red substance with the cumin and the and the spices involved with the meat and then it's in one layover there's no mustard there's no onions it's just the dog and the chili so i like mustard i like beanless chili on a hot dog right and i like i will sometimes do onions sometimes i don't but i also do cheese oh on your on your chili dogs mm -hmm. that's good um I think that's Cincinnati style. It may be. In Buff so we've so Nick asked us and I asked, are we talking chili dogs or Texas hots? <laughs> now and and my mouth was watering just thinking about Buffalo, Texas hots. <laughs> um, we've got a couple places in in Buffalo where I go to to get hot dogs. One is called Ted's, one is called Louie's. Um, both of them are usually a late night stop <laughs> after the bars. Uh, if I don't hit Mighty Taco. Uh, which is another favorite. If you're ever in Buffalo, you got to get Mighty Taco. Um, but I do, I typically go in two up, no pickles, add cheese, which is chili dog with mustard, no pickles, add cheese, and sometimes onions. Um, and that's how I kind of like to eat them. But, you know, if I go to the varsity, it's usually just chili and mustard. Right. No ketchup. I'll do onions. I, I, I haven't done slaw. I have to try slaw. The, the Varsity Chili Slaw Dogs are really, really, really good. Coleslaw or? Yeah, it's coleslaw. Interesting. Mm. We'll, have to, we'll have to try that. It goes right through you. <laughs> Everything. Because <laughs> everything's cooked in so much grease there. <laughs> it's, yeah. Um, who's going to give me my beer hand up at the Georgia Tech Cross Race? We have plenty weekend. of folks that will be happy to give you hand ups. We got Bevo, Bevo down here. Um, I'll be available to, if if uh, if necessary. Do I need to break out my helmet with the two cup holders and the, the, the straw? <laughs> uh, the straw. You can, um, if you want to bring your Camelback, we can fill that up with beer for you. Oh, I got one of those. And then uh, and uh, make sure that you're well hydrated during your race. 
Uh, Oak Island! Exclamation, exclamation, exclamation point. From Emily, Emily Burroughs. Yes. My response, hell yeah, Oak Island. It's coming. <laughs> Get ready. Seven minutes away. Uh-oh. Barman and Bevo. Um, let's wrap this thing up. What do you got, bet for Bevo? Two, two games. West Virginia, Oklahoma State over 71. Minus 110. Wow. 11 pays 10. By the way, Bevo lost two games last week. You shook up. Oh. Dropping soccer. There's no soccer games basically to bet on <laughs> for the next week. So I've got to switch over to college football. So long, though. I've got four for next week. Uh, I'm not going to bet on the friendlies. I didn't like the way any of them looked. I don't. I wouldn't bet on friendlies. Uh, so I took. I got. I actually got three games. I'll probably go two and one here. Wow. Uh, Steelers minus six over Jacksonville minus one hundred five. So ten fifty pays a ten fifty pays ten. Right. Uh, I'm going to take the, the Ducks, Webfoot Nation, over the Fighting Herms, minus three and a half. Wow. Um, at home. And then the over in the West Virginia-Oklahoma State game, 71 points is all you need. Nice. No one plays defense in the Big 12. Nope. Uh, 71 points. They both have good offenses. Should be no, no problem. Uh, so 11 pays 10 on that one. Next week, I'll, I've got four soccer games for you. So. Wow. Um, Anything else we need to talk about? No, I think we're good. Oak Island, starting in five minutes. Five minutes. Um, we'll get that. I think we're going to go live. We're going to try and do Facebook Live. I don't know how we're going to do it, but we're going to go we'll on we'll Facebook see what Live. We can do. So, uh, thank you for listening to episode 61. Um, I think I'm going to start recording the plugs. Okay. I might do that right now and just add it in. Okay. Um, Thanks for listening to episode 61. We'll be back here in a week with a new with episode 62, and hopefully everyone enjoys uh, our, our Oak Island recap show uh, that we're going to be live, <laughs> recording live. See if, we can do, see if we can pull this off. All right. Well, thanks for listening. Uh, I'll have the plugs up here in a second, and uh, we'll be back again next week. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Barbin and Bevo podcast. If you want to find Mike or I on social media, um, you know, or the, the podcast social media, you can find us on, on Twitter, on Facebook. Our website is www.barmanandbevo.podbean.com. Um, Facebook, Michael Barman, Michael Vandura. Uh, the, and then the Barman and Bevo podcast should be very easy to find. On Twitter, at underscore Coach Barman, at Bevo8771, and at Barman, the letter N, Bevo Pod is our Twitter handle. Um our, all of our episodes can be downloaded on Podbean, um, Apple, Google, uh, is it Twitcher? I think that's the other one we're on. Uh, we're on all, we're on yes. basically on every, every podcast service available. Um, we do these episodes just about every week. Um, if you have any questions, comments, concerns, there's the Ask Barman and Bevo Anything segment. Um, and, and you can hit us up on any of those social medias. If you want a happy birthday shout out, Find Barman on LinkedIn. <laughs> He'll wish you a happy birthday. Thanks for listening. Just a good old boy Never meaning no harm Beats all you never saw Been in trouble with the law Since the day they was born Straightening the curves yeah. Flattening the hills Someday the mountain might get up, but the law never will. Making their way the only way they know how. That's just a little bit more than the law of the life.
don't understand They keep a show in my hands And not my face on TV ha <laughs> 